0: It's Thursday, June 30th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. An overwhelming and growing majority of Americans say the U.S. is heading in the wrong direction, including nearly eight in ten Democrats, according to a new poll that finds deep pessimism about the economy plaguing President Biden. 85% 85% of U.S. adults say the country is on the wrong track, and 79% describe the economy as poor, according to a new survey from the Associated Press and Nork Center for Public Affairs Research. The findings suggest Biden faces fundamental challenges as he tries to motivate voters to cast ballots for Democrats in November's midterm elections. Inflation has consistently eclipsed the healthy 3.6% unemployment rate as a focal point for Americans who are dealing with high gasoline and food prices. Even among Democrats, 67% call economic conditions poor. The poll shows only 39% of Americans approve of Biden's leadership overall, while 60% disapprove. Just 14% say things are going in the right direction, down slightly from 21% in May and 29% in April. Around the world, indirect talks between Iran and the U.S. on reviving the 2015 nuclear deal ended without a breakthrough Wednesday with no date set for negotiations to continue. The two-day talks in Doha, Qatar, the first since multilateral discussions in Vienna stalled in mid-March, represent the latest setback for diplomatic efforts to roll back Iran's nuclear program, dampening already low expectations that the 2015 agreement can be restored. The failure of the discussions raises the prospect that the diplomatic process could collapse. It comes as Iran's nuclear program continues to advance, and Tehran has restricted the oversight of the UN Atomic Agency of its nuclear work. However, EU officials who are mediating between Iran and the US and Qatar said they would continue working for an agreement. Iran refuses to negotiate directly with the US. Back in the U.S., the Supreme Court on Wednesday ruled 5 to 4 that Oklahoma can prosecute non Native Americans in Indian Country, taking back part of its 2020 decision recognizing nearly half of the state as a reservation. The case renewed a sharp divide on the court over the U.S. treatment of Native American tribes and its legal repercussions today. The majority opinion by Justice Brett Kavanaugh took a limited view of the sovereignty the tribes retain in 21st century America while the dissenting opinion by Justice Neil Gorsuch, recounting centuries of broken promises to the Indians, asserted that the court should today enforce long-ignored treaties. The majority and the dissent disagreed regarding the significance of 19th-century treaties the U.S. government signed with Indian nations and over the relevance of Chief Justice John Marshall's 1832 opinion in Worcester v. Georgia, which concerned the same tribes before they were expelled to the prairie from the American southeast. In other news, the Biden administration has agreed to pay $3.2 billion for 105 million doses of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. The deal would provide supplies for the federal government's planned fall booster campaign, which administration officials are devising to blunt a potential wave in cases possibly driven by variants of the Omicron strain now spreading across the U.S. Under the deal, the federal government would have the option to buy 195 million additional doses, the Health and Human Services Department said Wednesday. Pfizer, which developed and makes the vaccine with partner BioNTech, would make whatever type of vaccine federal health regulators decide should be featured in the fall campaign. The administration is facing a funding shortage for pandemic response efforts amid a stalemate in Congress over additional money to deal with the virus. Earlier this month, the U.S. reallocated $10 billion in existing COVID-19 response funding for vaccines and treatment. And Justice Stephen Breyer's retirement from the Supreme Court will become effective today at noon after the justices issue their final decisions of the term. Justice Breyer will be succeeded by Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson. The Senate confirmed Judge Jackson the first black woman to join the Supreme Court in April by a 53-47 to 47 vote. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at Podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple podcast at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.